Hi, and welcome to The Juice. Hi, and welcome to The Juice. Today's featured guest is John Egan. John is the host of the Studying Failure podcast, where he dives deep into the lives of incredible men and women who have learned to use their failure as a tool pushing them towards their mission, vision, and goal. John is here today to share his journey and give us some insight on how, through failure, we succeed. Hey, John, thanks so much for being here today. What's up, Pam? I am doing well. I am so psyched for today. I, I appreciate you uh, you bringing me on and I'm looking forward to it. Bringing the juice. Yeah, exactly. Usually we'd be sitting next to each other and we'd each be drinking a green juice. Ooh, yeah. We have to pretend. <laughs> but on my green juice, I have my crystal water. There you go. There it. you go. I meant to bring either water or coffee up here into my office and I forgot. Uh, do you want to grab it? No, no, that's all right. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so I'm really excited for this one because failure is a huge part of what I talk about to my viewers, what people are afraid of. So when we get into the meat of it, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. But before that, are you up for a little game? Let's do it. I all love right. games. All about so games. What we're going <laughs> to, just not mind games, right? That's right. <laughs> um, what we're going to do is I'm going to put the timer on for 60 seconds. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. And if you can answer them in 60 seconds, I will make a donation to your favorite charity. Sweet. Do I have to get through all of them? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So, Ooh, otherwise, all you right. might not win, but I have to <laughs> And if you don't, then failure is moving us towards success anyway, right? There you go. That's right. I all love right. it. Okay. I'm going to put the timer on. You ready? Let's do it. All right. It's go time. Favorite juice? Um, orange juice. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Dark. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Work hard or play hard? Uh, both. Sweet or salty? Uh, sweet. Mansion in the Burbs or Cabin in the Mountains? Cabin for sure. Credit card or cash? Uh, cash. Favorite movie? Uh, Gladiator. Ooh, that's a good one. Is it wrong for vegetarians to eat animal crackers? <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, no. <laughs> um, get help or give help? Uh, give. Leader or follower? Leader. Favorite season? Fall. Laundry or dishes? Dishes. Android or iPhone? iPhone. Hard shell or soft shell tacos? Soft. High tech or low tech? High. Coffee or tea? Coffee for sure. Driver or passenger? Driver. Morning person or night owl? Night owl. 3 a.m., 4 a.m. for sure. No way. I'm like the opposite. Um, <laughs> I can't even imagine that. My kids are like that. Favorite vegetable? Um... Broccoli. Mac or PC? Uh, uh, Mac. Biggest pet peeve? Um, uh, people driving slow. Okay. Favorite president? Uh, Obama. Vacation or staycation? Vacation. Introvert or extrovert? Extrovert. Sweater or hoodie? Hoodie. Big party or small gathering? Small gathering. Ding, ding, ding. You're a winner. Yeah! <laughs> Woohoo! What that, is your that, favorite charity? That competitive side <laughs> in me, Pam, like came out when you were like, like it's game time. I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> I know people get really into this game. And you know what? We get to know you in a way we don't with the other questions I ask, which are deeper and stuff like that. This is just like a snapshot of like who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love like, it. So what's your favorite charity? Um, there's a couple that I love as far that, that dive and focus on like the mental illness, the mental side of things. Um, 
uh, like depression, anxiety, suicide, oh, cool. um, all of it's that. Not cool so they're, about they're, those things, but cool that that's where we'll be donating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a big need. Oh my gosh, it's it's crazy. It's yeah. um, it's it's sad. It's heartbreaking, and it's something that I, I feel as if people are just kind of now waking up to uh, about like that actually being an illness. You know, it's not something that you can just like brush underneath the rug and say, you know, just think happy thoughts, right? Like, you know, like there's an actual need for it. And I think yeah. the stigma is being lifted slowly, but it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, all right. Are you ready to dive in? Let's do it. So my first question is for you. What is your big why? What gets you up every day? Oh man, big why. That's a good question. I mean, Simon, Simon Sinek, start with why, right? Um, I mean, honestly, honestly, it'd be, it would, it would be my daughter and my wife, honestly, and, and my, my future son, um, you know, like they just, my, my daughter, especially, I just, I'm just like, man, I just, I want to give her, I want to give her everything that I can possibly give her. Right. And so, you know, that means I have to show up for her every day. And, and that means working out when I don't want to work out, right? Like after putting her to bed and it's nine, nine thirty at night and I want to hang out with my wife and just sit down and watch Netflix, right? Like, like, no, like I have to have the energy so I can hang out with her so I can give her what's, what's best. Right. And then with my wife is like, you know, I, I don't want her to, I don't want her to have a crappy life. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, I mean, they, they are my why. They are why I get up in the morning. They're why I do what I do. They're why I just want to better myself so that if I better myself, then I can, I can better them and, and help give them the life, life that, they, that I want to give them. I love that you have your answer so quickly. A lot of times I ask people this and they have to think about it. And I think the more ready we are with the answer, the more motivated we are to do the things. And when if we don't know our why, our purpose, our calling, whatever it is, it's really hard to at nine o'clock at night, want to go work out Yeah, because you're like, why am I just doing this for, what am I just right. doing it for? So I love that you have that. And I think that the viewers should know the closer you get to your why, the more motivated you are going to be to do anything and everything. So what does change your lens, change your life mean? Yeah, that's a great question. So change your lens, change your life came, came to mind, um, I want to say probably about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, where, you know, life is life is about the way the way you see things, right. And so like, it really came to mind because my wife wears contacts and, and glasses. And so, and I was thinking about it, like, you know, change your lens. And so like, if, if you're driving down those, if you're driving down the road, right, and like, you need to have the correct lenses in your eyes to be able to see what's in front of you, right? And so if you don't have, if you have the wrong pair of lenses, if you have the wrong glasses on, everything's going to be all blurry or everything's going to be all dark and you're not going to be able to see, you're not going to be able to just know what's around you. So I started to think about that in, in terms of just living day to day, right? And living like in your mind. And so if, if, you, if you are able to shift your lens the way that you see your your failures, the way that you see your struggles, the way you see your adversity, if you can shift them from okay, these are these are happening for me, they're not necessarily happening to me, right? And so if, if we can sh- make that shift, 
And it's not necessarily like this huge, like you wake up one morning and it's like, bam, I got it. Right. I mean, it, 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 it takes years, right? It can take years. And it just, it takes just a, a few minutes every day to kind of start to shift that lens. And once, once you do shift your lens, I firmly believe that when you get that right pair of lenses in your eyes, right? When you get that right lens in your eyes, then your life will start to shift because you're going to start to see things as, you know, these things are happening for me so that I can be better, so that I can improve rather than, man, these things are happening to me. Like this sucks. So it's like sort of like the lens you're wearing might be victim mentality and you want to change it to more empowerment. And yeah, you're saying maybe it won't happen for a year or two, but as you try on different lenses, you're probably getting closer to the right lens. So even though the destination may be not where you want to be right now, you're going to still see the progress along the way so you don't get discouraged. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I love what you said, like you're, you're trying on those different lenses, right? And that's essentially what failure is, right? Like it's trying on these different lenses. It's, you know, like, okay, yep, these ones don't fit. These aren't a good fit. They, they make everything dark. They make everything a little blurry. So I'm going to try these ones. Oh, these ones, these ones are a little uncomfortable around the ears. These ones are a little tight. So I'm going to try these ones. And you're just constantly trying lenses on. You're constantly trying these corrective lenses. And again, like, it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's not going to be a one week, one month, one year thing even. Like it'll it can take your whole life, but the goal is just to keep changing those lenses because if you keep changing those lenses, then your life is going to keep changing and for, you know, for for the better. Um to me, failure is growth. Yeah. You can't grow. You're stagnant if you don't fail. And we've been taught to fear failure, to be embarrassed, to we're not perfect. And who wants to be perfect? Right. And what is perfect? Right. Nothing. Well, and it's and it's it's in those failures, it's in those failures that that you start to figure out who you are, right? It's it's in those. Um, I I had a, a couple of people on on my show a while back, uh Richard and Charlie Jaffe. Um and um, Charlie, she was talking about what failure is. And failure, like your lowest point in, in failure can be can lead to your greatest success. Totally. Like, like if, if you don't experience that low point, if you, and, and the thing is too, which, which I, I feel as if a lot of people, when they do fail, they just like, oh, I just need to get right back in it. Which for some people, it's okay, but... I I personally think like sit in that failure. Reflect. Sit in there. Feel yeah. that pain. Like totally. I, I, I wrote an article a while back saying, like, you know, feel that, sit in it, and set a timer for yourself. Mm. Whether it's like a, a 24-hour timer, a, a 10-minute timer, an hour timer, whatever it is, set a timer for yourself and sit in that pain for that timer. Right? I like, think that's so important. Give yourself that time because that pain that you feel, that can lead to your success. You're like, man, I don't want to feel that again, right? Like that hurt, that, that sucked. And so, okay, how, how can I, what can I do to make sure I don't feel that again? And if I do feel that again, well, okay, like that's where I just kind of need to keep moving and shifting and, and okay, this didn't, this didn't work. This doesn't work or this did work. Right. Like, so I, th- I think it's important that we need to sit in that and feel it and, and kind of bask in it a little bit. So, um, what are the top three things you want to help people realize? 
I, I want people to realize that you're not alone in your failures, right? Like I think so often, and I've been there, I've been there where you're failing, you, you know, like, you know, so I, I started my podcast because, you know, <laughs> because I, I, I was failing miserably, right? Like, and I got deep in this, in this pit of like, you know, I'm in and out of jobs, I'm moving and I'm having to borrow money from my father-in-law who like my one goal, my one job was to take care of his daughter. And here I'm asking him for money. And, and so I was, I was in that pit. And when you're in there, when you're in that moment, it feels so alone. It feels like, man, nobody else has failed like I have failed, right? Nobody else has. But the thing is, millions of people have. Everybody has. Everybody has. And so I want people to feel like you're not alone in, in, in your failure. You're not alone in this. Um, uh, the Before second- you go on to number two, I just want to say one thing because you're so right that everyone has and so many people don't show it. They don't right. see that. But I promise you, just like John's saying, is everyone's failed. There's no Everybody. one that has failed. It's the people who are like you being vulnerable and just saying your failure and your, your perception of your failure is so important for people to hear. So they see that, yeah, John's sitting here doing this podcast, writing articles, having his second child, all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. He's failed. Yes. So other two, um, I want people to realize that you're not alone. Uh, like, yeah, one, you're not alone in your journey, but two, like this isn't the end for you, right? Like this really can just be the beginning. Um, and so, yeah, so that's, that's the second thing um, that, you know, you can use this. It's, it's for you. It's, it's not happening to you. It's really for your success. And it can be a launching pad. It can be a launching pad. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and the third thing, it doesn't define you. Ooh, that's a good one. It what doesn't define it? you. It doesn't define you. Yeah, like your failure, just because you failed, it doesn't mean that you are a failure. Right. Like that doesn't, that doesn't mean that, okay, yep. John screwed up as, as a husband and as, as a dad, you know, he's a screw up now. That's, that's who he is. No, like I, I am not a failure. You are not a failure just because maybe you've been in and out of jobs and you've gotten fired and this, that, whatever, that doesn't mean that you yourself are a failure. Like that your failure does not define you. All the time about emotions. Like just because you're feeling down doesn't mean you're a down person. Emotions yeah. come and go. It doesn't mean that that is the definition of who we are. I love that. Yeah. So, John. Yes. What do you like about yourself? What do I like about myself? Um, I like that I can... I like that I can talk to anybody and, and have conversations with anybody. And I, you know... For me, you know, I'm a, I'm a former personal trainer and coach. And, and so I, I remember when I first started personal training and I'm like, okay, how do I get to talk to these people for an hour at a time, like session? Like, it's just me and this one person. Like, what, how do I talk to them? And so like, just like starting that conversation and just realizing that like, okay, I can find something, right? And like active listening. And so that's that's a skill that... Um, that I feel as if I'm that, that I'm that I've developed pretty well. So I, I like that about myself. Um, I also like that I'm. I feel like feel as if I'm a pretty energetic person, 
and like I can I can cultivate that energy within myself. I don't I don't necessarily have to have things around me to to have energy. I'm able to kind of bring it out. And I, I really like uh, Brennan Bouchard. He said it um, a while back in, in one of his books or a podcast I was listening to is like, you have to, um, you have to cultivate it, right? Like, it's not just like, Oh, boom, energy. It's like, no, no, like I gotta, I gotta build it. I gotta, I gotta grow it. I think it, it's all about the inner work that you do for yourself. And yeah. that naturally takes you to a new frequency, which is awesome. Right. What's your greatest accomplishment? Ooh, my greatest accomplishment. Oh man. Um, buh, buh, buh. I think, <laughs> um, maybe, I mean, even just being here today. Right. Um, but I think, I mean, I could, there's, there's a couple that come to mind, but I think the first one that comes to mind would probably be playing college basketball. Um, even though it was, so it was at a small college up in Wisconsin, um, Northern Wisconsin, north of Green Bay. I mean, it would get like negative 50 degrees. And then when it would be zero degrees, we'd be wearing shorts and a, and a hoodie because it would be warm, right? So it was at this small school in northern Wisconsin. But I think playing college basketball, because that was something that I had wanted, wanted to do all growing up. And so then being able to actually do that, um, you know, was, was awesome. I think even... I think even starting, starting this podcast, you know, back in the beginning of the year. Um, cause I think for me growing up, like, so growing up, I had a, I had a pretty bad lisp growing up and I was never very good at English. I was never, I was, I was never very good at that, you know, that realm. Right. And kind you, of the, or is that you were never very good or you never felt very good at it. Um, well, I, so like I was, I was maybe both, right. <laughs> Like I, like I had to have an English um, uh, tutor for a while. And, you know, like those were things that I kind of struggled with growing up. And so, you know, and, and always hearing like, you know, you're just an athlete, you're just an athlete, you're just an athlete. And so then that kind of started to become like, oh, I'm just Your an narrative. athlete, right? Yeah. And so I think even starting a podcast where I'm speaking regularly, right? Like that's when it growing up, I never would have thought that because my list right? Like, because, and so now I'm speaking or I'm writing articles and I'm doing these things. Wow. Like this, this how how did that, this person become this person? Yeah, exactly. Like this is really, really cool. (laughs) cool. I love that. I love that you're sharing this. This is amazing. It gives people hope. It shows them that there's possibility, which we, I mean, there's obviously endless possibility, but people don't see other people going through it. So they don't think it's possible for them. So I love this. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite books, podcasts, besides mine and yours and tools that have supported you on your journey? Well, I was going to say the juice, um, but I mean, that's a given. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think podcasts, um, I mean, School of Greatness by Lewis Howes, that that was the first one. I, I I remember Googling like, personal development podcasts. Like what is even out there? Pa, uh, Lewis Howe's School of Greatness, um, that one. Ed Milet, Max Out podcast. Mm, yeah, he's great. Uh, both, of those, both of those have have been and still are huge and, and very instrumental um, in, in my personal growth and, and my mental, kind of mental state. Um, and then books, oh man, I, I'm all about books. And so, um, I can't wait to hear some of the ones you like. 
Man, um, I think uh, Brendan Bouchard's uh, High Performance Habits. Uh-huh. Uh, um, that's a really good one. The first one that really blew my mind, um, and I try to read it like once a year, is uh, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence. It's one of my favorites. I made my, each of my kids read them in their young teenage life. Love I read that in college for the first time. My father-in-law handed it to me and said, hey, you should check this book out. Man, that book just that book just blew my mind when I it's first read it. It's amazing, and it's so funny because, I, like I said, I had my kids read it. Yeah. And one time I was, like, having a little thing with one of my uh, boys, and he's like, I think you need to go back and read How to Win Friends. And people. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's throwing it in my face now. But he was right, 100%. That's awesome. Um, a-, a couple other books recently – um, that I've read in the past year. Uh, one, 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. That is a phenomenal book. Okay. Just phenomenal. Um, anything Ryan Holiday related, that guy is just... Um, one, the one book, Ego is the Enemy, and then the other one is Obstacle is the Way, are just... I, 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 told, I told my wife after I read Obstacles of the Way, I'm like, man, if I was ever a teacher in, in a school... My, the, like a couple of the books that I would have to have my students read one would be obstacles, the way, um, and two would be 12, uh, 12 rules for life. I'm going to check them out. It's rare that someone comes on and says a book that I haven't read, but those are two I haven't. That's so good. And awesome. then the third one, uh, financially that really helped kind of shift my mind, um, was Ramit Sethi's. Which one? Uh, Ramit Sethi. Uh, I, I will teach you to be rich. And it, 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 it sounds like, it sounds a little like. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know about that, but it's, it's like his whole thing is I want you to figure out what your rich life is. Oh, I love that. And so, and he walks through some steps, very, very practical steps of how to find your rich life, right? Like your rich life might be living in a mansion, you know, on Beverly Hills somewhere, right? Someone else's rich life might be selling everything, getting an RV and going cross country. Totally. I love it. I'm going to check that out whatever your rich life is, like, here's, here's how we can do it. So that's cool. That's yeah. different than like rich dad, poor dad or Napoleon Hill. I like that. I'm going to check that out. Which, which are both really, really good books. Totally. Phenomenal. I love those books, but Phenomenal. it's a different angle. Yeah. Um, what's the most important thing you've learned through your journey? Um, man, I think it's just that I, one, I have so much more room to grow. Right. And like, my failure isn't defining me, right? Like my, when I fail, if I fail, so if I look at it, like, you know, I have 50 more years to live, right? So let's look at it that way. And if I fail today, what's one day in the span of 50 years? So so it's like a microsecond. It's so, 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 so small. And so try to reminding myself of that, of like, you know, and, but making sure I don't brush it under the rug. I'm like, oh, yeah, hell, whatever. I wasn't, I wasn't a good husband today. Or, yeah, I got fired for my, you know, for my seventh job in, you know, in two years, right? Like making sure that, you know, you're, you're really spending time in there and investing in there, but you're not staying in that room, right? It you're goes not- back again to consciousness and self-awareness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what makes you happy? Honestly, it's very simple hanging out with my daughter and my wife. Like I love it. I, I love just being able to hang out with them and spend time with them and you know, awesome. getting food and turning something on Netflix and watching it with them. Yeah. 
Me too. Um, these videos are all about sharing. What's your number one tip for the viewers to live their best life? Number one tip. Um, I think it is. And it comes back to, again, like what we had talked about being, you know, being self-aware. I think everything comes down to being self-aware, right? Like in your failure and success and your struggle and your pain and your, if you're crushing it out of the ballpark, like you need to be self-aware. You need to spend the time looking at yourself, looking in the mirror and saying why or how, right? Like we need to lay in bed every night and be, and look at the last look at the day and be like, okay, where did I do well here? Where did I struggle? Where did I fail? Where did I succeed? And why and how? And it's spending time asking ourselves those questions that, that we can just continue growing and moving forward. It's like checking and correcting ourselves all exactly. the time. Exactly. Okay, we're coming down to the end. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that you'd like to share with our viewers? Anything that you didn't ask? Um, I don't think so, Pam. I mean, I've, I've covered a lot. I, I've loved it. I've loved our conversation. This, is, this has been awesome. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. That's really great questions that have caused me to become self-aware. <laughs> um, where tonight, I'll, tonight I'll probably be like, hmm. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's, there's nothing wrong with that. How right. can the viewers contact you? Yeah, so I am on. Uh, I'm studying failure on Instagram. Um, I'm John Egan on Twitter. Studying failure on uh, Facebook. Um, you can also find uh, find my website studyingfailure.com. That's where you can find the podcast. You can find other book recommendations, other podcast recommendations, find all my episodes, um, studying failure, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast, whether Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. Yeah. And you guys, he's doing this just out of the goodness from his heart. He wants to help just like I do. That's what we're here for. So definitely check him out. And thank you so much for being here. Awesome. Pam, thank you so much. It's a lot of fun. I appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Have an awesome day. Thanks. You too. All right. Take care. Bye.